You're listening to the Blended Family Podcast, a weekly show with a strong focus on strategies and methods to help your family thrive. Blended families face many difficulties and challenges, which can sometimes drive families apart. The goal of this podcast is to help your blended family grow together through these challenges to create the peaceful and loving home you desire. Here is your host, Melissa. Hello, and thanks for joining me for episode 117 of the Blended Family Podcast. I almost wasn't going to put out a show today, but you know I hate to do that to you, so I'm here, but I don't think this will be a long one. We had a terrible week this week. Our landlord called us at the beginning of the week. We've been renting here for about eight years, and he called to let us know he wants to sell the house or increase our rent by a good bit. My lease is up at the end of May, which would have given us only two months to pack up and find a new place, and we unfortunately have no savings left. The last of what we had was stolen last year out of our safe. As you know, it can cost thousands to move between security deposits and everything else. Plus, we have three dogs, so not many people would want to rent to us. We're not quite in the position to buy as we have no down payment. Ugh. I think I cried every day, which left little time to prepare a show for you. Ultimately, we decided to stay with the increased rent for at least another year or two, but because of that, it'll be harder to save when the time comes that we do have to leave. You all know how hard it is to save in the first place when you have so many kids and responsibilities, and our car insurance just went up another 2000 a year for adding our son to the policy. Seriously, I don't know how many of you have kids on the road, but I don't know how people can afford it, let alone when there are more than one. My daughter is getting her license in June, so I can't imagine what that's going to cost. But... Everything else is good. The kids are good. So I need to be thankful for that. Anyway, today I've got a light topic for you. Last week's was pretty heavy talking about childhood sexual abuse. So I wanted to lighten it up a bit this week. Speaking positivity into our children, it is so important. The world can beat us down. And don't think for a minute that your kids aren't feeling that as well. Of course, being adults, we know that our problems are much deeper than that of a child. But remember to them, It feels big. They deal with a lot in school, bullying, social media bullying, people talking negatively about them. We can't stop that, what goes on in the outside world. But we can make sure that when they're home with us, we counteract that with some positivity, especially if maybe at the other home, they aren't hearing a whole lot of that as well. What children hear from you and others becomes their story. And if we aren't careful, We could be creating a story for them that isn't good. They start to believe and act on what we say. So for example, if you tell your child who has behavioral issues that they're so bad, you constantly say things like, why are you so bad? Or why can't you be good like your sister or brother? They will fulfill the role because that is what they think they are. Mom or dad says, I'm bad, so I must be bad. Or you're going to be a loser if you don't get good grades. Or you're stupid. No, we cannot say these things to our kids. We aren't helping them to be better when we break them down. Now, I know we all as parents have said some things we don't mean. We aren't perfect. But we do need to be more aware of the things that we say. They might already be feeling a certain way from school. How many kids are told they're a loser amongst their peers or that they're ugly or fat? Kids can be so cruel, and we don't want to add to that at home. 
at home is where they need to get built up from their family. So what kind of things you, can you do? The first thing is to make sure you are not speaking any negativity into them. What else? Notice when they do something right. You can always find something positive to say to them, even if they're acting up. Instead of focusing on what they're doing wrong, instead put your attention on what they did right that day. Most likely they already know what they're doing to disappoint you, so tell them something else. I like that you're getting along so well with your sister. Thank you for putting your clothes away. You're doing really well in school. Make it a point to point out something every day that's positive. They need to hear it. The times where you really have to struggle to come up with something, then they need to hear it even more. And when you do this for a while, when you pay attention and notice the good that they're doing, they'll want more of that. You know how it is. Some kids like attention, no matter good or bad. If they get attention by being bad, they'll keep doing that even if they aren't aware of it. But when they see that they get much more attention for the things they do right and you don't place focus on the wrong, they'll want to do more right. Kids always want parents who are proud of them, which takes me to my next point. You need to tell them you're proud of them. Think back to when you were a child. Did your parents ever tell you they were proud of you? Well, I hope so. And if you can remember that, don't you remember how good that made you feel? Kids need to hear that. You don't have to say it every day, but once a week at least, make sure you let them know. Again, maybe they had bad behavior that week, but look for the one thing that week that made you proud and tell them about it. Next, compliment them every day. Some kids need to hear this more often than others, but they all need to hear compliments. Say that you like their outfit, their hairstyle. Tell them you notice how neat their room is or that they smell nice, anything, but make it a point to give out one random compliment a day. Now this next one, I would say, is much more important for our daughters. I hate to generalize, but it just is. Tell them they are beautiful. Boys may not need to hear that as much, but you may have a son with low self-esteem, but watching my own children, I see that my son cares much less about that sort of thing, but when I tell my daughters, I see their entire face light up. In fact, when I started telling them often at first, they would just roll their eyes and say, Mom, you have to say that because you're my mom. But after a while, they started accepting it and saying, thank you. And now they've turned their disbelief into actually believing in their own beauty. And now they tell me, that they think they're beautiful. And I love that. We want our children to have a high self-esteem because when their self-esteem is low, well, they won't feel good about themselves. They might let others treat them poorly if they feel they aren't good enough. We don't want them listening to the people at school who may tell them otherwise. And sure, they may believe those kids at school. But if we as their parents always speak into them how beautiful they are, that other stuff won't matter as much. And let's not forget about what they're seeing in the media. Every magazine, music video, commercial shows beautiful people. But we need to remind them that those images are often airbrushed. There's a lot that goes into that behind the scenes to make those people look perfect. There was a video on Facebook a while back. I'll see if I can find it. And if I do, I'll post it on the Facebook page. But it was a video showing what a girl looked like before her shoot and what went into making her look different, the makeup, the lighting. 
The after result didn't even look like her. And I showed that to my daughters. I wanted them to know that even the girls they see on TV and in advertisements don't look like that. Our daughters are constantly comparing themselves to something that isn't real. Girls are very hard on themselves. Not only do they compare themselves to those images, but they also compare themselves to every other girl they see at school. Remind them always how beautiful they are. And not only on the outside, remind them what makes them beautiful on the inside too. If you get into the practice of doing these things, you'll notice a difference in your child. They might seem a little lighter, more happy, more confident, and that's what we want, isn't it? And when I talk about this, I mean to do this for both bio children and stepchildren, all of your kids. You don't know what is going on in that other home, or maybe you do. If you know that in the other home they aren't getting fed with any positivity, you need to do your best to counteract that. And last, what we want to do is teach our children to speak positivity into themselves because we know we can't always be there to do it for them. It's so important that they know how to do it for themselves. They learn this by habit. So aside from you doing what I already mentioned, you need to teach them how to be good to themselves. So when you hear them say something negative about themselves and they all do it, I'm so stupid, I'm so ugly, I'm not good at this, you wanna point it out and have them replace it with something positive. I've told you this before about yourself, but as an adult, it's much harder to do. If we can teach them now as children, then it will become a habit before they become an adult. Stop them when you hear it and make them say something positive out loud. For some reason, what we speak out loud becomes more believable to us. Teach them about positive affirmations. So if your daughter thinks she isn't attractive, tell her that every time she looks in that mirror, she has to say out loud, I'm beautiful. If your son thinks he isn't smart enough, tell him to say, I am smart and I'm getting smarter every day. We are all our own worst enemies. Here's how I put it in perspective for them. Ask them if they would say that to their best friend. Whatever negative thing they say, ask them that. And they'll say, no, of course not. Then remind them that they need to give themselves the same grace that they would give their best friend. It just helps them realize how unkind they're being to themselves. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that you try to make an effort to speak more positivity into your children, to help them change their own story from a negative one into something they can feel good about. We all want our children to have a positive self-image, especially in a world that can beat us all down. And I want today's show to remind you how important it is to do this as we all forget sometimes. Life is crazy and we don't think it's necessary. You think, my child knows that I think they're special. Why do I have to point it out all the time? Well, you do. And they'll never get tired of hearing it. I promise you that. Thank you for listening today. Continue the conversation over in the Facebook group blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash group. It's a great place for you all to connect and share not only your struggles, but also the good things that are happening in your blended family. And if you haven't already, subscribe to this podcast so that you don't miss a single episode. Feedback or questions can be sent to me at melissa at blendedfamilypodcast.com. And if you want to work more closely with me one-on-one over Skype, I am available for coaching. Whatever challenges you're facing in your blended family right now, we can come up with solutions together 
that will help you change things around in your life and in your family. Schedule a session with me through the website or just go to blendedfamilypodcast.com forward slash schedule. And I will be back next week, hopefully a lot less stressed. Have a great week, everyone. And I really love you all. I've got to say, I know I have the best listeners around. Bye, everyone. You have been listening to the Blended Family Podcast. For more information, please visit the website at blendedfamilypodcast.com. Remember, to create the peaceful home you desire, all you need is love.